0: Sean, from the last podcast and in collaboration with several colleagues around the galaxy, proudly brings you insightful and intriguing discussion on Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. Welcome to We Have Spoken. We have spoken, everyone, and welcome to Chapter 8, Redemption. They dropped the article, so this must be a very important chapter. I am your host, Sean, and we are happy to have you, not in the cantina, but out in the flats where the Mandalorian just blasted off in his jetpack with Baby Yoda or the child on board. I've reached out to the best renegades I know in the galaxy, and we are proud to bring you the legend of the Mandalorian. If you're new to the podcast or you need a reminder, you can support the podcast through donations using PayPal. Donate $1 and get an exclusive Last Podcast sticker. Support the show so we can pay our bar tab. Head on over to mrctechllc.com backslash become a fan. If you like game streams or Lego builds or anything you feel bored with, come on out and join me as I play through a series of games and a series of Lego sets on Twitch. YouTube, Facebook, and Mixer. Join the chat, follow the channels. We'd be really appreciative about that. So we're at the final chapter of The Mandalorian. We're recording this on 1230. A few days have passed since the final chapter released, right after the final episode of the Skywalker Saga. It has been a righteous two weeks in podcast land. It has been an interesting two weeks in Star Wars land. Twitter is ablaze with conflicting opinions across the galaxy. But we're here to focus in on The Mandalorian. We're here to break it down for you. We're here to give you our initial reactions, our top three moments, and our hopeful wishes for Season 2. Special to the podcast this time around, Mike Mateo, Lorian came to the studio and he was live watching the show with myself and we were able to sort of capture some of our initial reactions. You won't hear that in this podcast, but you uh, catch that in a different episode coming down the line. We then break down the episode. Damien comes on in his final segment with chapter eight and uh, we sort of ride off into the sunset and wait until fall 2020 when season two arrives. We thank you for sticking with us for the Season 1 of The Mandalorian and Season 1 of We Have Spoken. We will definitely be getting the boys back. We want to get a little bit more opinion in here, so we're going to expand it out and see who would like to participate in our discussions. So without further ado, let's bring on Mike Mateo-Lorian and our reactions to Chapter 8, and then we'll bring on Damien for a little wrap-up special, and we'll see you on the other side.
1: Yeah? Good.
0: Well, that was such a doozy. What do you think?
2: I, I'm i still trying to process everything that happened. There's so
0: much that happened in Redemption. We've gotten so much Star Wars content in the past couple weeks that it's very hard to bring it all in and... Try to make sense of it all while also uh, having a family life.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, thank God my baby sleeps through the night. That's It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So we're here, we're talking Chapter 8, Redemption,
0: with Mike. We have a live session, in-studio action. Damien couldn't join us this time, but I'm sure he'll uh, join us for, uh, maybe we'll do a uh, Episode 1, Chapter, or Season 2, Opener. Which oh, I think I just party.
2: read 20, 2020
0: fall. Tw- yeah, twenty twenty fall. So that's super exciting, and uh, I think um, I don't e- I don't really understand redemption. Who's <laughs> redeemed? <laughs> I've got no idea what that. Happen- what does that mean? Redemption. Like, Every title has made sense. Even even pilot makes more sense than yeah. redemption.
2: Like I yeah I honestly don't understand why it's redemption nobody was redeemed who was in trouble enough to be redeemed was or was it IG-11 doing the redemption for everybody stuck in the cantina I I
0: mean it could should have been called IG-11's episode honestly <laughs> it was a great episode
2: by him I mean you know when the one character is the director.
0: <laughs> it, it helps. It helps. It helps. That, you, know, you have
2: it, a really good arc.
0: Maybe he said, hey, Taiki, uh, you sounded really great there. And he said, you're welcome, because I know I sounded great. No direction <laughs> needed. End scene. Wow. We had a jam. This is the longest episode.
2: Longest, yeah. Long- 49 minutes.
0: We did predict, I mean, I know I predicted at least an hour.
2: Yeah, for I remember you saying for the last two it would be 45 and then an hour. And we didn't get it. We got like 40 and 45. Yeah, which I uh, 40 and 50, I'm sorry.
0: I'd say based on this It averages out. Yeah, sorta. the speed of this episode, I I don't think they could have fit well, you know what? Let me get, let me start off with a negative. I think this episode wrapped up really fast. Yeah. And when Moff Gideon gets blown out of the sky, they're like, yeah, cool. All the stormtroopers are dead. Cool. Yeah. All right. It was
2: very anticlimactic. What are you
0: doing? Yeah. Like, I really wasn't. I'm going to be honest with you. I was was not liking the end of
2: this. And you and I both said to each other, if that's. If, like, this is the last of Moff Gideon, we're going to be highly upset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just seems. Like, unceremoniously just I think I would have almost preferred him I would have liked to see him eject same or I guess then the characters would have went after him or something I don't know it just
2: it, but didn't it, sit d- right it does with me. it it brought it back to me where you have that big reveal at the end well
0: that is true I mean let's talk about it right off the bat we have we have what's called the Darksaber, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if we mentioned it on this show at all, in terms of Mandalorian lore, but the one who wields the Darksaber is the leader of Mandalore. Interesting. That is the legend of the Darksaber. Darksaber is of lightsaber technology. Uh, it can defend against a lightsaber. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it can deflect in the same capacity. Gotcha. The dark saber was first seen on screen. Ooh, well, it's either Clone Wars late or definitely Rebels for sure because Sabine Wren of the Wren clan of Mandalore wields the dark saber toward the end of Rebels. Spoiler alert! Doesn't take it, but wields it. You know mm-hmm. who else wields the dark saber? I do not. Darth Maul. Hmm. You know
2: what's interesting about Darth Maul? Everything. He's on my socks. <laughs> so, everything, <laughs> so everything.
0: So at one point, Darth Maul has the dark saber. He teams up with Mandalorians to go against the Emperor mm-hmm. per his comic book, which I reviewed on the podcast, and that arc came to a to, came to a close. Sabine has it gives it back to the Ren clan. And then at that point, maybe the dark is claimed during the purge. But you obviously, don't know. yeah, I, that's my guess. I don't I don't know. My knowledge, I've got a lot of knowledge of this, but my knowledge of the dark saber where it goes at one point, but what's what's wild to think about is if the purge happens, I don't know, during the height of the Imperial days, Then Mop Gideon has had this, or at least the Empire has had the Darksaber for... Quite some time. 20 years?
2: 15 years? So throughout the entire original trilogy. Right, throughout
0: the entire original trilogy, the Darksaber technically exists. And we just see it now. And how will the Mandalorian,
2: with his face that we saw... I can can we, that was so unceremoniously done. Yeah, it, it, I think it was a shock factor. Like, well, like, in in my opinion, like, I get the idea he is pretty much on his deathbed, and I I really enjoyed how Ig Eleven was saying to him where he's like, "Well, I'm not a." It, and Mandalorian and IG-11 are going back and forth, and he's saying, Mando is saying that I can't reveal my face to another living being, yeah. and IG-11 says, well, I'm not a living being, and they remove his mask, and you you see his face. I, I didn't want to see his face that kind of way. Right. I, like I wanted to them to show his face to someone who meant a lot to him mm. either like Kara or um Omera like I wouldn't have want his face to be revealed in what was that episode four episode yeah. five but if she had a reoccurring part mm-hmm. and he revealed it to her, and you see it, I'm fine with that. The way they revealed his face in the finale of this season, I was just like, meh.
0: Yeah, I guess I go on the uh, other fence where I say, throughout the entire series, he hates droids. Yes. And the first time he reveals his face is to a droid. So, characterally, that was uncharacteristic for him. Yes. To reveal such an intimate side of him to a droid, even though, I mean, he's right. He's not a living being. Yeah. And he, you know, he's not programmed. And at the same time, it doesn't matter because he's
2: dead. So it's not like he can... (laughs) (laughs)
0: read Agreed.
2: To to the viewer, what Mm. I'm saying is revealing his face to the viewer. Yeah. Where there's that scene in Sorgan where he removes his mask, puts on the side what you don't see is face. Yeah. Like I wanted him to, I wanted a scene that he revealed his face to us and another person Mm. to mean more. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the creed still exists.
0: The creed still does exist. He takes it very seriously. Mm -hmm. I liked that. We did not get a force awakens Kylo Ren scene where his hair was perfectly permed up. He was yeah. sweaty and He was sweaty and looking. bloody
1: and
0: and it's just amazing that that's the first time we've seen Pedro Pascal yeah. in full character. So maybe and his that...
2: eyes were in his head this time. His eyes were in his head, not
0: <laughs> squeezed out of his face, according to the mountain. So Moff Gideon has this dark saber. Yes. Pedro Pascal
2: is revealed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Quill's definitely dead.
2: Also, uh, Pedro Pascal's real name is revealed. Yes, did you write it down? D-Gin-Gin? Din Din Jaren. Din Jaren. Because Moff Gideon apparently knows everything about everyone. Well, uh, Imperial
0: Security Bureau. It's his job. See, at one point, if he was the an I- ISB, he wore uh, white. When you, wore, when you were an ISB, you wore white as your uniform mm-hmm. to indicate that if you're basically investigating everybody at all times to gotcha. make sure that if you were from a stormtrooper all the way up to uh, the highest ranking officials, you know, ISB was like the FBI. Gotcha. You know, they, they were always investigating you for all your decisions and whatever. So that's interesting. How about Cara Dune is from Alderaan? That was another great reveal. Oh, man. That's like, there's so many... I mean, they basically put Cara Dune on the same level as Princess Leia. Yes. In terms of living survivors of Alderaan. Actually, this would be the third character that I know of, which is a living survivor of Alderaan. Mm. Comic book. uh, A lot of stuff happens in comic books. None of you read them, I know. But in a uh, who reads anymore? It was either a Kylo Ren or General Hux. I don't know. Age of Resistance one-off, where they crash landed onto some place. Blah blah blah. To make a long story short, they found a a blockade runner like the Tantive Four in A New Hope, mm-hmm. uh, helmed by a pilot from Alderaan. Because a blockade runner is, like...
2: Just some, like, one-off character. Specific, yeah,
0: <laughs> like, he's dead, you know, now. But he was a survivor of Alderaan. So that was, like, cool. But Cara Dune comes out, and she's a shock
2: trooper, and she's pretty... From Alderaan. From Alderaan. Very, very interesting. Do you think in, like, season... Well, now that Mando goes off to... Because we need to talk about this. Um, part of the creed is if you have a foundling... Ooh. You need to bring them back to their species. There are so many rules in the creed. They're, I love it though, and they are just—they're like—they're like Southern Baptists. <laughs> like you need to follow <laughs> all of these rules, or you're not in our clan. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, so, or is that? Are those? A, I mean, he did say, say it was a clan. He did say. Yeah. You know, he said it's not. It's not a race. It's, it's a way. Yeah.
2: It's a way of living. I, I'm sorry, I may have offended a lot of people. Well, <laughs> you know,
0: that's okay. That's, we're, we're here to bring you the real talk. The doing talking, as Rose Tico would say. We're doing talking. <laughs>
2: doing talking. And, uh, wow, just... <sighs> yeah, so, so now we know where Mando's going season two. Yeah. He's trying to find this species that we only know three of right now. Mm-hmm. And we have Moff Gideon still alive. Moff Gideon's still very much alive. Which means he's going in. On Navarro, him. which still has uh, Kara and Grief still staying on Navarro to rebuild the planet.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't... Again, the, the ending... The tie-up... Was very anticlimactic.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: grief and Kara didn't die, so I was I was kind of bored. By, I was actually, kind of bored by that.
2: I'm surprised that Grief survived. Yeah, being the grizzled old veteran
0: as yes, yeah, exactly. As Gideon said, "You would have thought that he would have. I don't know. Made a plan that would have got him killed, but I, it
2: didn't happen. And mm-hmm. I guess that's fine. I mean." I didn't expect Cara to die. I expected her and Mando to go off and do some other adventures together. Yeah,
0: it's very interesting the way they went about doing this.
2: Uh, let's rack
0: our brains through the episode. So, let's talk about the probably the funniest part of the episode was the opening. <laughs> oh my god! With the scout troopers, <laughs> and first off, we hated them. Because they were hitting Baby Yoda <sighs> in the satchel. Jerk faces. So, so scummery of them hitting Baby Yoda. It's just unacceptable. Uh, but there, it was just actually, in terms of Star Wars, I don't know, uh, legend or lore, we never get to like hear what the Stormtroopers are thinking or never. saying. Or And I know it's not really Imperial Stormtroopers. You know, they're they're still serving, but, you know... The empire doesn't exist. It was just so funny. Can, to can hear I just them go banter. on a correction?
2: Uh, correct myself real quick. Absolutely. It's not Southern Baptist. It's Westboro Baptist uh, the that Westboro. have all the rules and whatnot. Yes. So Southern Baptists, I apologize. Here we go.
0: We're we're correcting ourselves <laughs> I am, live. I had
2: to look that up right now, and I felt really bad about it. So. <laughs> Of the Southern Baptists, I sincerely apologize. We hope you. It's the Westboro Baptists. Yes, we, we hope you
0: continue listening to the podcast as we move forward and subscribe. <laughs> and, uh, um, so we said it was Jason Sudeikis. And Jason Sudeikis and Adam Polly. And Adam Polly.
2: P A L L Y.
0: Okay. And we know Jason Sudeikis is. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, right?
2: Uh, Some, what's that other movie? Um, with, uh, Charlie Day. Uh,. Were they horrible bosses?
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, that's a that's a fun that's a fun movie. Horrible bosses. Yeah. So he's he's got some good comedy, and that whole scene
2: was just so comical. It it really was. I I loved that scene, and I love the banter back and forth between them, and like I know Adam Polly from a couple other things that um. He He's really good, and so is Sudeikis. They're mm-hmm. really good at improvising. Yeah. So I am 100% certain that the whole back and forth between them was almost, I'd say, above 75% improvised. <laughs> I would believe that, just because it just, it did feel very
0: natural. Yeah. Uh, the conversation between them, like, oh yeah, he, uh... Killed an officer for talking back to him. So, you know, that's just the way it goes. And
2: and it was never well. addressed. Like, there wasn't... Like, they cut to that scene where he's standing with all of his officers. And there's not an officer down. Oh, my God. That's just so great. That's so great. All right. So, let's see. So, they're still pinned down. They're trying to find their
0: way out. IG-11 swoops in. Oh, that, kills the That scout entire troopers. scene that of was him great. on the cruiser. You know, sort of convenient. We kind of guessed that it was going to be IG Eleven to yeah. save the day, which mm-hmm. it is true. That is yeah. true, and he provided enough of a distraction to get the team out, but still, Moff Gideon had the upper hand. Uh, you
2: know, they. I guess but I, Moff Gideon yeah. also conveniently gives them until Sunday. I was going to say that. Yeah, that's like another after Mando's. Like we can go to the covert through the sewer system. They find the sewer system, they can't get through the grate, and as this entire time as they're trying to blast through the gate, Moff Gideon's like, I'll give you the sundown. Yeah. And that's another point of contention. That
0: would probably be my second negative. Usually you're the one giving the negatives. Right, I you... am giving the negatives tonight, sir. Because it's at the This
2: has th- been Sean's... I got nothing. Ripes. <laughs> Sean's... On the
0: spot, I got nothing. Yeah, we could, yeah. <laughs> And uh yeah they give it, we'll give it yawns
2: yawns yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> Yes. Uh, yawning at this for sure. Oh, we're gonna give you a to we just blew up your spot but we're gonna give you another eight hours to we make a we need to wait decision. for this eweb to charge what
2: are you talking about go. it's only at 25 we need <laughs> at least 75
0: go after them I like if you want answers like what is happening there's yeah. no respect here you just if you're really so notorious moff gideon why wouldn't you just send in like it's five? like that
2: horror movie thing like why do you run upstairs yeah, you are trapped.
0: It's very silly, but hey, we digress,
2: and that's fine. So the, this has been Sean's yawn. We'll, we'll be
0: back soon with another one, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they escape. They get back in the Mando. You know what? We're gonna go right back to a yawn. The Mando using the giant gun. He did that already. In episode one.
2: But this time he ripped it off and was able to hold it. Sure, I guess. (laughs) But don't we already
0: have a heavy... You know what's really sad? Are all the Mandalorians dead on Navarro? I thought about that. Because I was just thinking of the heavy trooper. The heavy trooper would carry the big gun and we sort of made a prediction at the beginning that yes we're going to get made lord. we're going, it's going to be in, so good yeah, it's and what we great, got was a back.
2: we got a pile of armor but the forger was very vague forger and said was that very vague some, ex- some escaped yes so what i am assuming happened is they broke their creed really and left their armor behind Nobody knows who they're who they are except Ooh, for in their armor. Interesting theory, mister
0: Mateo. So to the for the point of survival they broke they their, left their armor and seemingly walking around town unknown. Unknown. To survive. So that would make them the only living clan? Or do you think there's others out there?
2: Tough, I don't know. Tough question. It's a yeah, tough, tough question. question I, I don't think. know, but for for the sake of the argument, I think that all that armor that you so, saw there was from surviving yeah. Mandalorians. Some, some was really beat up, though. Some of the glass was cracked, and the, and the
0: viewfinder. It's very true. Yeah, I don't know. It's It's... It also could have been all for show. It could. I mean, the forger seemed to be motivated and had a plan. Didn't really seem concerned.
2: Forger, I want more forger because she was a
0: badass. Yeah, she's she's a really cool character. Loved every minute of her, and I love the the lore that we finally got the full story. Mm-hmm. We sort of see. We saw. We sort of saw it coming. Yes, with a Mandalorian taking the young. Din? Din. Din. Din Jaren. The young Din Jaren under his wing. Yes. But why did the Mandalorians come to the rescue of those
2: people? And what planet? Did yeah, we I don't know what planet what that was? I don't know if we
0: know the planet. And for me, it always you know, the Mandalorians were always sort of for themselves. Mm-hmm. But maybe they just happen to be planet side. I don't know. It's... This is a good question. We need somebody with higher expertise yes. on the Mandalorian. So obviously to, edu- to educate us.
2: Din Djarin was a foundling. He became he became a foundling which he then did. became is true. a Mandalorian. He accepted the creed. But I we speculated a lot about who that was that saved now we can call him Din. We don't have to call him Mando anymore. That's right. We can call, we can call him, him Din. DJ, DJ, <laughs> we... DJ, the Mando. <laughs> DJ Mando coming full force, spinning all those jetpacks. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. We'll, no, we'll, we'll get that. There's in a so second. many. There's so many. Um, things. so when we speculated speculated a lot about who it was that saved. DJ from that little that little hole and like I had read a ton of stuff that's like here's a theory Obi-Wan saves the Mandalorian <laughs> and I'm like that would be cool to set up the Obi-Wan series I would hate every bit of it because it wouldn't make any
0: sense on the timeline what are you talking about no it might be
2: that would have been cool, but I don't... Yeah, like, that would have been cool. And then... You know what
0: else is cool? Mixing strawberries and lemonade, but not everybody likes that. I like strawberries <laughs> and lemonade.
2: <laughs> and then, as you... As we got further in the episode, and we saw that, and you, you were like, "Up, oh, Moff Gideon saves him. That would have been a nice twist. Yeah. And then we see it, and then it's like, Nope. It's the Mandalorians, and that's why he that's how he got into Yeah the Mandalorian Mandalorian culture and the creed. Yeah.
0: And and I'm okay with it. I mean that's I'm fine. fine. With that's that. totally fine. That's a great it's a good backstory. I like that we got the backstory of all of our characters well, in a way.
2: Now we're gonna go into Mike Scrapes. Uh oh. <laughs> Mike Scrapes I like my theme song. <laughs> Why didn't his parents get him in? They'd spend so much time kissing, hugging, and saying I love you and getting into this bin that they could have just gotten into that with him.
0: Uh, I'm going to yawn this and I'm going to have to agree. (laughs) (laughs) That was was a really stupid part. Honestly, if you've ever seen the movie Twister... Yes. Just get in the damn thing. You're going to survive. If you stay outside long enough, you're going to probably not make it. You're not going to live. That much. If they just if everything played out they would have all survived the V and the Mandalorians mm-hmm. who seemingly were there for no reason.
2: Oh man. That we don't know
0: of yet. Yes. There
2: will be season two.
0: Yes, we'll see. Uh let's see. So from the forge or the Forger can fight. How about the smash in the facery with a hammer? And the shattering of Stormtrooper There was plast- one... You know what they call it, Plastoid? Plastoid? Plastoid. Is plastoid. I think
2: that, that's what they call the armor. I'm fine with that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the one uh, where I think she wraps her arm around another Stormtrooper and ends up blasting another Stormtrooper in the face. You see the Plastoid? Yeah. Break away and you actually see a chin. I love that. I was like, I'm for it. I'm here. Yeah. I I enjoyed. And that's that's one of those things where I loved uh tangent. I'm I'm famous for my tangents. Uh with uh like the entire original trilogy, you only see The stormtroopers in their like stormtrooper attire. Yeah. The... And then they're like, pew, pew, and then they die. Yeah. Um. But that's why I love the beginning of Force Awakens, where Finn just takes off his mat, and yeah. it's like, oh, there are humans under there. They're yeah. not just, like, weirdos, droid that's, things. And that
0: was a huge part, I think, in the expanding the lore of the Stormtrooper, that, you know, we only saw them as a numerical cog in the machine, as they would say. Yeah. And in this case, we had, you know, a Stormtrooper who... You know, and so that was that's why the scout trooper conversation was so cool because it makes them a bit more human. It makes mm-hmm. us be able to relate to them, and then just to harp, just to connect, to make some nice connect the dots. Gwendolyn Christie's Captain Phasma when she oh, gets, yeah. when she gets hit in the eye and mm-hmm. you can see her eye you see through her eye. the through the uh, the armor is just so powerful. And although I'm going to be honest with you, Phasma really just got a short stick. In, in both those movies, yeah. really hyped up on the merchandise and promos, mm. and really didn't pan out. That's another conversation. That's yeah. Uh, this has been Sean's tangents, <laughs> and <okay>. Shans tans. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, cheeses teases. <laughs> Ooh, cheeses teases. That's a good one too. <laughs> My nickname is Cheese. Back in the day, you can ask you can ask me about that later. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to. There's so much that happened in this this episode that I'm trying to think. See, I don't write notes down, but there's like a couple has,
2: random things that I. Okay, like, I'm going back to the beginning where Moff is talking about um, how he knows who, um, how he knows who Cara and uh, um, the Mando are. Yeah. And he says something about the Night of a Thousand Tears. Oh, I believe that's The Purge.
0: Uh, see, if I have to say, if maybe that's another. I don't know for certain. I'm just surmising. I'm guessing. I'm I, speculating. See, I,
2: I thought it was between that or remember when I asked you about, Um, I think it was uh, The Prisoner, the episode the, the Prisoner. Mm-hmm. I forget what episode, six? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're talking about, yeah. Avac 9? Yeah. And I was like, what happened on Avac 9? Was he, like, was Moff trying to insinuate about how terrible of a person Mando actually was? Can I read? I just searched Night of a Thousand
0: Tears on Google. Can I read to you the first five Google results? (laughs) I'm kind of (laughs) scared. First one. Wikipedia. La Noche Triste uh, was an important event during the Spanish conquest of Mexico. I don't think that's. I don't think that's. Two, Polygon, The Mandalorian, the new Star Wars Darksaber Lightsaber Explained. We sort of did that already. The Mandalorian, Six Biggest Questions After Episode 8. PBS, Conquistadors. PBS? Yeah, I love it. (laughs) And then the Spanish retreat from Aztec Capital. So it seems like no one knows what the night of a thousand tears are. So maybe that is just another mm-hmm. setup. I'm assuming, if I had to take a guess, a uh, takeover of a city or of a culture where yeah. a lot of people die. You know, it kind of reminds me of Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, it's like a thousand voice or a million voices were snuffed out all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so it's very interesting. To see... Do we explore that later? I hope they do more Mandalorian
2: history. I agree. I think they need to do more Mandalorian history Do you think they do, like... Like, let's say Season 2 goes into, like, bringing the child... Fabro, I got you. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) We're not allowed to call him Baby Yoda anymore. Bringing the child back to his race, or its race... Um... Do they go into, like, backstory? Like, like pr- almost prequel Mandalorian in future seasons? Oh my god. What? I mean, I'd be for it. But I would also want... I, I want more Cara Dune. I well, want I think, it. I think we'll definitely get more Cara Dune. I can't say for certain about Grief. If well, knows. if... I... I don't want it to be like alternating episodes where we get like one episode of adventure Din Jaren, yeah. and then one episode of or like splitting back and forth. Yeah, like uh, like Game of Thrones, like going between kingdoms, kind of a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Like I, I wanted the band together. I want them to stay together. The Beatles shouldn't have broken up. I don't know. The Creed dictates that, that this is his quest and his quest
0: alone. Yes. To find... Uh, there's no such thing. In all of my knowledge, Mike has seen my wall of books. It. And, and I don't have anything... This literally a wall. I don't have anything on... Yoda, the the last thing I read on Yoda was in a comic series. There was a little, Mm -hmm. uh, segue into Yoda's uh, lore, and it really wasn't anything. It was more of like how he went on a journey to. You know, he felt like a calling, and he you know he just followed it. Yeah, you know, in his starfighter, and he went out, and he got to a place, and you know there was a there's civilization there. Uh, that was always in con, you know, conflict with another civilization. But it was like a living mountain. Mm-hmm. It was very bizarre. And but that did, had nothing to do with his species. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not like he went home. So yeah, you know, yeah, are there other species of Yoda type out there? Is there other anything? I can't say for certain. I don't know if I
2: want an entire planet. I think that would then water it down. Like like you don't want like an entire pl- like a like wookies. Like, like you don't want that of like an entire like Yoda species. Yeah, I mean I don't think I want that either. The I mean, based on, you know, this one's very force powerful, you could say. Speaking of force powerful, yeah. So the child is 50 <laughs> years old and the child Yoda species years so he had, he had to be taught these powers and how to use them like you don't just like wake up and know how to use this and know, well, you know what, what to do i i don't know if that's true
0: i'm going to base it off of ray Who's, by the way, been called a Mary Sue on Twitter and, you know, she doesn't need to learn anything. She just knows everything. So mm-hmm. we'll just base it off of that. By the way, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she Jedi mind tricks a stormtrooper with very virtually no training. Except for when Kylo Ren attempted to do it to, to her. So she sort of took what she... Experienced from him and flipped it and yeah. said, "Well, let me try this and see if it works." And she kind of did it. So I'm thinking that these are visceral reactions. See Dune throat choking. Gotcha. See, someone, like gut. someone's someone's hurt. I would like to help. Uh what did he do? You know, uh, this guy's about to blow us up with fire. I want to protect. Yeah, gotcha. like the visceral reactions protect. You know, heal and hurt. These are all things babies do, right? Like, would yeah. would your? This is probably pretty accurate, but I would say, in nine times out of ten, if you were in trouble or hurt, your baby's coming to see if you're okay. You know, no, no my baby's a monster. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> you
2: she's know. probably the one that hurt me.
0: <laughs> but I would say, you know, it would, you know, it's like natural. There's like natural instincts now, and that's why. You know, Luke Skywalker says in the Last mm-hmm. Jedi, "You need a teacher. You need someone that gotcha. that can help you focus this attention." So, like I said, I I think my statement still stands. If there's a world full of these creatures, then or if they're all force sensitive, then mm-hmm. then what's the point? It makes nothing special. I would prefer. How far in the future does Mandalorian Season 2 take place?
2: So, let's see. This... So, the season started, what, five years after Return of the Jedi? Mm Mm-hmm. So, let's say it ended... There had to be at least two years that passed between. Especially with some of the training montages on, like, Sorgen and travel. Yeah, I would say... Well, minimum with light speed minimum jumps. one
0: year. Minimum one year. Maximum two years. I think right. is accurate.
2: So between one and two years has passed. So we're saying between six and seven years after Return of the Jedi, or like yeah, yeah, Star yeah, Wars you. years. I'm with you. I'm with you. Season two. Uh, I think.
0: Pick it up a couple years later. Pro- yeah,
2: maybe like ten years after Return of the Jedi. So we get to the point where uh, Ray is born.
0: Yes. You know, in that year. If it's 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, is 10 years old. Yeah. He is, I would imagine, just getting to the Jedi Temple. Agreed. I don't know that for sure. Oh, speaking of. And Ray is. Yeah, Ray is born, but with, with parents. Mm hmm. Because I don't think she gets a Jakku until she's five. Agreed. And not not that this has anything to do with the Mandalorian, but we're just trying to give you a a reference point. The New Republic is probably in its, not in its infancy anymore, it's probably, I won't say flourishing, but it's functional. Mm -hmm. And it's corrupt. Agreed. At the same time. So how does it all fit in? I can't tell you. I have no idea. This is Same. such uncharted territory.
2: I also, do you think they tie it in? Do you think they bring in? I mean, Boyega, Isaac, man, what Ridley. I be, I think? They've they've already said that they're not gonna have anything to do with Disney Plus. Is that what they said? The, they they have gone on record in saying that, but you know, anybody's bunch mind bunch, can be changed yeah do you think they tied into like either previous or like ne- like either previous pre uh, previous uh, saga or now saga? Yeah. I guess the question is did they do enough this season
0: to rope you in to where it doesn't matter if they
2: tie it into anything familiar? Kind of hope they don't right. This story Standed Incredibly on its own Yeah And it was amazing You didn't need And I said to you The one time When um, it's Chapter 4 No no This yeah. On this episode I said to you Where They opened the door And you saw The The mask And the little Thing above the mask I was like Is that Boba Fett That he's safe Yeah right And I was I was like I would I'm kind of okay if they tied Boba Fett into into this that way. That would have been cool. Yeah, but
0: he he is not really a Mandalorian. He's not. <laughs> so that would have been
2: terrible. So uh. that would have been terrible. But I was like, I I like if they want to tie in things that if they want to Star Wars it. Yeah. Like the original trilogy, Star Wars it for Star War, original trilogy Star Wars fans. I kind of don't want them to. Man, if we got a Mark Hamill appearance, that would have been crazy. <laughs> CGI,
0: least... little CGI Mark Hamill? A little CGI. From... Or, or, you know, so
2: they referenced Jedi. They did reference Jedi. The Forgerer referenced Jedi. I which really was cool. liked the way they referenced Jedi because I, we were talking about this beforehand where it seems that even the Imperial, like, they I I was saying that you It's legend. It's it doesn't it's it legend doesn't make sense to it, them. It doesn't make sense to them, but you would think that even the the new the Republic the New Republic would know the stories of like Master Yoda and know what his species looked like. Yeah, I know, it's so interesting because you know, just referencing referencing what we know
0: Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker, he was real. Yes, you know it's all myth. It's all mystical. It's
2: it's, it's interesting all story. that all they talk about in the new trilogy is Luke Skywalker, yeah. and none of the others.
0: I was shocked that Yoda didn't appear in the Rise of Skywalker. That would have been a cool tieback, but maybe. He did appear in The Last Jedi, but Yeah, well, only my, to Luke, right? My, that's what I'm saying. It's like, maybe they only manifest themselves to, to relevancy. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Yeah, because Rey would be like, who the hell are you? Right. She would have no idea who that <laughs> is. You know, Obi-Wan appeared We've to... We've only heard of Legend of Luke. Right. Obi-Wan appeared to Luke. Yes. Yoda appeared to Luke. Yes. Luke appeared to Rey. Yes. It's actually am I appropriate for yeah. how that happened. But back to The Mandalorian... Sorry. No, it's Tangents.
2: fine. Tangents.
0: This, this has been. been Cheeses. 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 Back again. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh. Going through my playbook here. Lava scene
2: was. boring. Meh. I There was one great yeah. line, though. What was it? Oh, I, Which, what was I, it? IG 11. <laughs> it was IG 11. I need to flip to my page. Um. What does he, say? he says something along the lines of like, "Be careful! The river is molten lava." <laughs> yes, he does. As, they're, as they're boarding, keep your hands and
0: feet inside the vehicle at all times. Be careful, the lava is very hot. <laughs> or something like that. And that's that's the nurse droid protocol coming uh, coming forward. But uh, you know what? There, I mean, that was a cool astromech part. Where you think it's going to be a normal astromech, and that it's more of a and then you get the biped, our, yeah, biped, a model version of him, and he's like, yeah, and he's like on a gondola in Venice. <laughs> yeah, <they're> in, <laughs> they, they are in Venice, and they're saying, "We don't speak that." Does anybody speak droid? Like, are you kidding? You there is a j- literal <laughs>
2: droid on ship.
0: Oh my god, this show. I, there's definitely, I think. What
2: did IGN give it? Nine point seven. Did you say? Yeah, uh, IMDb. Oh, IMDb, it was IMDb. Because I'm I was like, who were the two droids oh, right. at the beginning? Um, nine. It was even nine point six to nine point seven out of ten. I am not one hundred percent sure, but it was definitely nine plus. And this, this episode was fantastic.
0: Yeah, let's see what uh, IGN has to say, because they're semi-trusted, right? Wow, this is long. Oh! 9.2. IGN gives it a 9.2, the Mandalorian ends season one with a bang, leaving more questions and answers, but still managing to satisfy Agreed. Yeah, I would say... I think that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think one of the things that people have a problem with with a lot of the episodic movies... Is that they often leave more questions than resolution. Uh, I'll give you an example. A Spoiler alert for the Rise of Skywalker. You're going to want to skip it 30 seconds
2: ahead. When does Rey build her lightsaber? That's, that's a great question. Comparison. Out of her staff. Right. Which is amazing. Here's a comparison way. question. Um, when did Luke build his green lightsaber? And I think I gave you... Another, like another uh, question that left unanswered to uh, a Riz worker <laughs> as well. Spoiler alert! Skip ahead another. Yeah, just skip 30, ahead. This just is what we're doing. Skip ahead for like. We're, we're making connections here. Yeah. Uh, what did Finn want to say to ray Ambiguous. Multiple answered. Questions. Lost in
0: translation. Lost in translation.
2: <laughs> Bill Murray, so, you s o b. So let's let's
0: <laughs> let's get back to top three moments of uh-huh. Mandalorian. Okay. And there's a lot to choose from. Number three for me would have to be. Hmm. Let's go through the brain. Let's pick one out, and I think. It's going to be Mandalorian meets
2: TIE Fighter. Oh, the, that, oh when he shoots the cable. Yeah, and so I've been waiting for that scene
0: since the trailer sh- dropped because I've watched the trailer a lot and there's definitely a scene of him.
2: And it's one of those, how do you drop that in trailer? And it's like, oh, it's, Huge. A, it's one of our main Huge. scenes Love in the it.
0: finale. Huge. And what a scene, I mean, the after the after effect of that, you know, the two bombs blown off the wing and, you know, Moth yeah. Gideon, in quotes, is dead. I, That whole, you know, just the TIE fighter whipping him around in mega G-Force is just, you know, the Mandalorian it was such, is awesome.
2: It, like, for me, I, I didn't put that scene in, any, in my top three yeah. just for the simple reason of... It was so amazing of a start, but so anticlimactic yeah, sure of was. a
0: finish. Sure was. I just love the Mandalorian retracting
2: himself to the TIE fighter. <laughs> and <laughs> he shoots up with his jetpack ah. and then attaches himself. Yes. No, It was incredible. That was great. All right, what's your number three? Number three, IG-11 on the cruiser. Just taking out the entire town of stormtroopers. Yeah. All while having baby uh, I'm sorry, the child. The child. Sorry, John. John, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. You have better things to do, buddy? <laughs> you you're trying to save Star Wars for all of us. Um IG eleven on the cruiser with the child in the baby Bjorn just taking out the entire town and the one line that he says I, I don't remember if it was with uh, with this scene or with another scene mm-hmm. but he says that was a, to the child he says that was unpleasant I'm sorry you had to see that <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a good one that was a good one. Uh, my number two scene would probably have to be the Scout Trooper conversations
2: because oh, it was that was so great. That was killing me. It was so funny. <laughs> the The Scout Trooper scene was just fantastic. It it felt like. Do you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yes. It felt like one of those Brooklyn Nine Nine cold opens to me and it was just fantastic. <laughs> I was
0: cracking myself up with it, man. There was just there was too many good things happening in except that scene except for, for sure.
2: them constantly punching the satchel. Well,
0: you know what? It's what what a array of emotions that scene brought to me cuz the first time he hit the satchel, I was like, "You son of a gun. Like you don't just hit a child. A child. But then they're just chatting and you're like, alright, you totally forget that they hit him. And then they did it three times! What? And the
2: one, that he wound up!
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Man, like, he completely
2: wound up and totally just, su- like, sucker-punched that way kid. Way too aggressive. I didn't like it, but I also loved it. <laughs> but we also forgot about how they're just holding the child in this like, work bag that I literally take to work a similar bag. That is clearly a messenger bag. Yes, like, I could fit my laptop in there or the <laughs> child in there. When you get your your 12-inch plush. Yeah. I'm sure you've already ordered your plush doll. I have not, because I'm scared, because, uh, it's one of those things where I want my daughter to like certain things that I like, and I got her a, uh, a plush of gritty, and she just said no. <laughs> I was You're like, sorry. I went to a I went to a Flyers game and got her a plush of gritty, and it was like twenty six bucks. I was like, Violet, look, it's gritty, and she just said no.
0: <laughs> well, that's her mother coming out of it. That's just what it is. That's, yeah. remember, it's a fifty fifty job, and sometimes you hit, and sometimes you miss. That's it's just fine. It
2: her is. mother won't listen to this. What's your <laughs> number two? Moment? Number two. Uh, the child using the force to protect against the trooper. Damn it! I forgot about that scene and the flamethrower that would have sent them all straight to hell, <laughs> except for Berg. Berg, no, <laughs> oh.
0: no. That was a great scene. It's also dramatically appropriate. It's also
2: they did they only have one flame trooper? Only, ha- only had the one. Yeah. And it knocked Baby Yoda right out, so it must have used a lot of his energy, because... You know what? Now, There's... spoiler alert, Yeah, the Force is a transfer of energy, people. It's, 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 it
0: surrounds us and binds us. You don't watch Rebels, but I'm going to highly recommend you watch Rebels on Disney+. Plus. I probably won't have time. Okay, good. So I'm going to tell, tell you one of the most powerful scenes that I saw. So, Kanan Jarrus... Mm-hmm. Is a Jedi. Padawan Jedi who survived Order 66. Gotcha. Changed his name. Uh, his his original name was uh, Caleb Doom. Changed his name to Kanan Jarrus. Obviously, for obvious reasons. Because, yeah. Because, you know, he was going to be killed. Gets into a relationship with Hera Syndulla. The Syndullas were important to the Rebellion cause. You may have seen the Ghost before. Lego model up there. Yes. Shows up in Rogue One. Shows uh-huh. up in the Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Very briefly. Uh, they um, sort of are a band of rebels that uh, go against Thrawn. He's the blue alien. You know, he loses his sight. For seasons, he's blind. But because he has the Force, he's not really blind. No. Well, at this one point in Season 4, they're trying to escape. Thrown another time, they're trying to steal some gas. There's a point where he is actually staving off a tie fighter explosion and pushing Hera and and friends back onto the Ghost, and at that same moment, regained his eyesight for one final time to see her, and then
1: died. Oh,
2: that's amazing.
0: And it was it, it was it's such a good scene of how the That's force just, is supposed to work. I I, I you have do, to I watch don't need
2: Rebels. I don't need to see. You just described it, it was, perfectly it was, for me. It was, and I got chills.
0: It was beautiful. I tell you right now, I watched it live and I thirty seconded it. I I never thirty second it back on the live show. <laughs> and I went back and watched it again and it was like it was devastatingly beautiful. I I, I you know, you, you you almost
2: tear up. And yeah. you're watching a cartoon that has so many layers to it. Oh, I mean, you can tear up watching cartoons. You know how many times I've, like, cried watching Pixar movies? So for sure. <laughs> oh, that's, that's an everyday basis, for sure. Finding Dory, let me tell
0: you. Uh, so, you know, to, to bring it to bring it back to, to Mando, you know, Baby Yoda using mm. that. The child. The child using... <laughs> damn it. I gotta get used to that. The child Sorry, John. Using... Are you listening, John? The child using that force power. Again, fire is just energy. Protective. Protecting the people he loves yeah. most. Protecting the only people. And remember, he's... That's the first interaction, that loving interaction he's gotten. hmm In Ford... I mean, we don't really know how long he's been in custody of... The we don't know whatever,
2: anything from but fifty to zero. Obviously, he feels,
0: the child feels for his family. Yes, for sure.
2: Number one moment for me. Go on. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I have a feeling we're gonna have the same number one moment. Well, is it the dark saber? Nope.
0: Then it's not the Never same. Never mind. <laughs> the dark saber for me, because I know the lore behind it. Gotcha. Has so much. To do with uh, Mandalorian history, mm-hmm. it has a lot to do with uh, Imperial control, and it has everything to do with, you know, lightsaber technology, gotcha. which is really cool. We've never seen it live action. No. In fact, I thought it looked stupid, live action. I didn't really like the it, way it, it looked. It looked weird. It looked weird to me. But hey. The only it time... almost
2: looked like um, what was that weird um from, I think it was the Force Awakens, uh where Finn was fighting that one stormtrooper uh, and he's got the the, the he's baton. Got, yeah, he's got that baton. Th- it, it looked like that, but in sword form. So this is I'm showing Mike. This is Sabine
0: Ren in Rebels wielding the dark saber. Gotcha. To give you a point. Of that reference. looks pretty cool. And that looks great in terms of, you know, what they're using it for. And as you can say, she trained against Kanan mm-hmm. in a little bit of lightsaber combat. And so as you know, it's basically yeah. a black crystal that's making that happen. So, A, how did Moth Gideon get Darksaber? B, uh, who did he get it from? C, will the Mandalorian Jin? What's his name? D- Din Jaren. Din- Din- J- I can't remember. Jin Darren. Jin Urso from Rogue One. Uh, Din Jaren. Will the Mandalorian know what the dark Saber is? I've got lots of questions. What's your number one?
2: Uh, my number one is more upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely loved when. Din Jaren not Jin darren <laughs> JD, <laughs> he's DJ, not Day-J- JD. Spinning all the hot tracks. <laughs> uh when DJ, Uh got his jetpack. Ah, oh, that
0: jetpack,
2: some. And when the forger was just like, he hand she hands it to IG Eleven actually first, doesn't she? Dude, there's so much bro love between IG Eleven and the Forger. Yeah, when he's ready, you can give it to him. And how much is gas? Like four ninety-five
0: a gallon, right for now that, for, <laughs> for that jetpack? What kind of fuel does that thing use? What do you think? Use Coaxium magic. I don't know. No, it probably does use magic. No, that was that was that was a cool. I mean, honestly, especially
2: after the end of I think it was episode three. Where um all the Mandalorians come and rescue him mm-hmm. from uh, grief and he looks out his, you know, his side window and he just goes, I need to give me one of those <laughs> And he finally gets him one of those. Yeah. And he uses it perfectly so, without any training. So Sean Johns is gonna come oh, in to come in hard. Wait, you grew up on what, Phoenix Rising? Yeah. Or Rising Phoenix. Yeah, he had a
0: little bit of training on Rising Phoenix, and then knows how to use it. But did the Mandalorian get this jetpack out of earning it or out of? By the way, you're the only Mandalorian left, and I happen to have this jetpack, so here it is,
2: signed the Forgerer. I well, after what happened, the Forgerer lives on. Yeah, for sure. So, I think it's more along the lines of, you will need this to survive. Okay, okay. Kind of like the whistling birds. Yes. Which we... The one thing we never talked about in episode six, he wastes them. Oh my god. Well, he tried, and it just... And he, it just
0: did nothing. It was Pokemon. Uh, this move was not effective. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. But, no, no, that's... Backtrack. It's, it's, it's a perfect... I mean, well, the Forger, I mean... Refill your munitions, refill this, refill mm-hmm. that. We have everything you need. Why would you need a jetpack? Well, here's why.
2: You also know, like, she is melting the all the armor for... Yeah, into what? Into little w- canisters? Did you see them? Yeah. Little flasks? Uh, Easy to transport is my guess. Or is that what makes the uh, disintegration... Pellets. Oh damn! Oof! <laughs> I have no response.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Crap! Is that a Beskar specialty? Maybe that's we, why we don't know so much rare. about
2: Beskars except the armor is ridiculous, oh and now his <sighs> shiny, shiny chrome armor is now all carbonized. Yeah, for sure. yeah it is.
0: Do you know what? I was, I'm was? i going to talk to this I'm going to talk to Damien about this who, uh, by the way, didn't he, we, we invited him to this live viewing party yeah. he didn't quite make it, that's Get him okay. on the phone right now. I wish. We now have four different versions of the Mandalorian. We have OG Mandalorian with his brown mm-hmm. and singular grey yeah. armor. We have full new Silver armor. Then we have slightly worn silver armor with signet. Right. Yeah. And then, wait, does he survive the blast, and then he gets his signet? Right. He survives the blast, and
2: gets his signet. Okay. So so three versions. We have. Um, or do we call it like regular when he has his all tattered stuff? He gets the one arm piece. Yeah. Is number 2. Well, yeah, that could be the Yeah, that could be number
0: 2. Yeah, you're right. Number 3 is full, full best car. Full best car and then and then uh, Number 4 is tattered with signet. Tattered with signet. These collectors are pissed.
2: Yeah, they that's, are.
0: That's that's four different versions of the
2: same character that they have to purchase into.
0: Okay.
2: Predictions for season two. So, season two, since on Navarro, Grief and uh, Grief and Kara still on Navarro, mm-hmm. as is Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon. It's, I feel like it's going to start off. Moff Gideon is going to take them hostage, mm. and the Mandalorian is going to be torn between returning the child to his species or saving his friends. I have no like final predictions of like. Oh, the child. There's going to be an entire species of. Yoda species, but my prediction right now is that's how it's going to start off where Moff Gideon is going to have uh, Grief and Kara as hostages and Mando is going to be torn between saving them, possibly going back to that transport and getting Mm. Bill Burr Mm. and Osha (laughs) and Mando from Sesame Street. Fair. Uh, For me,
0: I would say Moff Gideon regroups. And I'm assuming that there's some sort of battalion of stormtroopers somewhere. Do we see a Star Destroyer? In the next season of Mandalorian, I would say yes. I think he still uh, commands a Star Destroyer presence. Mm. Um, Does it come from... Palpatine? No, I don't know if it... I think it would be a leftover Imperial Star, mm. uh, Star Destroyer for sure. I don't, do not think it would be from Exegol. Uh... I think, I don't know, the Grief and Kara storyline is boring to me right now. But it definitely sets up for the Mandalorian to go on an adventure. To There's going to uh,
2: I fear filler episodes are happening next season. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like number one's going to come out with a bang, like it did with this season. Sure. Two will be kind of like a story plot line. Three, four, five 4, 5 will be filler and like to introduce new characters that kind of a thing. So here's a nice prediction.
0: If Moff Gideon has the Darksaber let's assume that he has a loyal followership of fellow Mandalorians mm-hmm. that you know sort of answer to his call because he has that uh, Darksaber so will we have a Mandalorian on Mandalorian battle conflict Ooh. coming down the pipeline well
1: hmm
2: there'd to, be, yeah, to be, yeah answer your question with another question did the forger and all those mandalorians figure out that he got the dark saber and they refused to follow him Mm. And broke the Creed so they didn't have to follow him. Now you're hitting the
0: hard questions. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't that's a that's a really good question. I do like the idea of them breaking the Creed to escape that that's really intriguing because we saw all season that it was so
2: serious that like he this, is the way, them, this is the way the this is the way this is the way.
0: Did they break Creed to survive and left the, you know, maybe the forger said, you know, in times of emergency, this is what we do, but your job. Also,
2: if that was the case, why didn't grief, like Mando would have to follow him because he has the dark, the dark saber, right? Why didn't he just show the dark saber to, from jump? Yeah,
0: that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. So much and more on the next <laughs> season of The Mandalorian. Uh, I would say season one, if we had to do an overall impression.
2: I loved it so much. It
0: was very good. It's a very good... You know, it, this the Star Wars galaxy and universe as a whole needed this to prove mm-hmm. to fans... That Star Wars can exist without the Skywalkers. And that Favreau should take over. And that Favreau... You know what? I was watching Elf the other day with, with Daughter and uh, Daughter Kate. Yes. And first off, she was like, no, I don't want to watch it. And I'm like, listen, let's just watch the first 10 minutes and you'll be fine. Watch the it. Elf But She really wasn't into it. And then she, you know, and then obviously, you know, if you force your way through, it's, it's going to be fine. But Favreau pricking him with the needle. <laughs> My finger has a heartbeat. Anyway, that's an early Favreau appearance. Actually, I think that was... He directed that. He directed that movie. Yeah. Itself. So he's he's done wonderful things. So obviously, you know, moving down the pipeline, you know, we're going to have another episode which we talk about uh, Rise of Skywalker and the future of the, uh, the Star Wars franchise. Yes. I'm sure. Which will not be now, but... Not right now. I would very much enjoy if John Favreau
2: directed a movie or two. I uh, If Favreau and Taika are involved in... Even Deborah Chow. Her episodes were amazing. Well, well Deborah Chow is helming the entire Kenobi series. I'm for it. Yeah. Um, I, I believe... See, that's why I thought that... Um... This has been Mike's Tangents. Um, that's why I thought that... Uh the the savior of the Mandalorian would have been obi-wan mm. because then that would have set up like some sort of some sort of episode from the obi-wan series uh quite possibly I'm looking up something right now on i m d b you're not as i m d b savvy as me. <laughs>
0: First off, the last uh, search here is Obi-Wan Kenobi and Jesus, which is so good. Um, <laughs> holy moly, wait a second. Okay. So, I might be talking out of my... Booty? Booty here, but Obi-Wan Kenobi did have a love interest in Clone Wars. Okay. And her name was... Uh, Satine Jaren? Earth. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it says, yeah. Satine Kreese And I'm trying to see if she was. Yes. Satine is the reigning duchess of. Mandalore. Correct. So there's a bit of a connection with Obi Wan Kenobi and Mandalore. So a little I was crossover? Conf- I was confirming that. And uh, unfortunately, Satine dies in the Clone Wars. But. Um, they made it abundantly clear that they were sort of flirting together, mm. which is very natural for that to happen, uh, especially since they're both humans. And that's just the way we operate, but uh, we digress. So we did our top three. We did our predictions for the next season.
2: We did our overall impressions of this season. I have my question. Fire away. Um, so what were we calling it? Um... Uh, it's, my that's st- my line. That's my line. Yeah, that's my line. Yeah, that's, my line. Yeah, that's my line. Um, i'll will give you I'll give you a softball this time. What is the Mandalorian's passcode for his <laughs> gun his gunnery a, on his ship? Well, oh. because it has been able, two people have been able to figure it out. And they both seemed pretty dumb. I'm gonna go with one
0: zero 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 for the night of a thousand tears.
2: Ooh. <laughs>
0: I like I like those apples. I like it.
2: Alright. <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go one let's see, four Seven pound. <laughs> Cause I I look back I look back from the first episode and the Horatio Sands character, it looked like he went straight down. <laughs> oh my god. This is such a point of contention. Just keep
0: your guns locked up, people. It is not difficult. It and
2: is... a code that only you would know. Oh my god. Throw an exclamation point in there somewhere. Nobody's going to know about it. Well, guess what? We have recorded
0: into Saturday, December 28th. Yeah, we have. It's 12, 13 in the morning. 45 degrees and sunny. 45 <laughs> degrees and awfully cloudy. It's also nighttime. And <laughs> it's been a pleasure actually bringing this. Mike, this has been your first full season of a podcast. Is this your first podcast? This is
2: my first podcast.
0: Well, you've done a great job. Thank you, sir. And I and I thank you for uh, coming on and giving me time. There's the problem with podcasts is that they do take quite a bit of personal time into to make them happen. Because a you don't want to sound stupid on the podcast, and b, that's always a right. That's always a and c. <laughs> there's no b and c. You want to make sure that. You know, you're bringing a good amount of personality and, uh, you know, insight into the episodes, and I think we've done that. We've gotten some good feedback from different people, and uh, I hope we can expand upon it a little more. But thank you, sir. You are very welcome, For coming over live and for making this happen, and I know uh, I'm grateful, for sure. I appreciate it. Thank you. Sure, sure, sure. So. With that being said, we are going to attempt to live end this segment together (laughs) in the way that we always end the segments together. In 3, 2, 1, we have... (laughs) In 3, 2, 1, we we have spoken. spoken. Yes, sirree, Bob. This has been season one of The Mandalorian on We Have Spoken. We'll be right back with the next segment.
1: This is the way this is the way this
0: is the way all right <laughs> in our uh next segment we have damien dupree back at it he missed our live segment but that's okay we're here recording on 12 30 11 39 p.m because that's what dads do when babies are sick how are you damien
3: fantastic fantastic yeah i'm sorry i missed it um I have a friend who is a uh, you know imperial biker, and um, got injured. Yikes! Last Friday or this past Friday, something happened. So um, you know I had to tend to him. Something about he punched a bag it's with a small child in it, and then you know was decimated. So um, it was a rough weekend. I rough weekend.
0: that scene, that opening scene, I never was more appalled and entertained to the masses of hilarity <laughs> and completely taken back at like, all right, you hit it once. That's three times. What? Wh- holy moly. How about that first scene?
3: It was, oh man. Well, first off, um, Jason Sudeikis yep, was yep. one of the guys. Yep. And I was like, okay. As soon as I heard that, I was like, I know that voice. Mm-hmm. And then watching the credits, I'm like, Jason, I'm like, okay, cool. But then I was also like, dude, come on. Like, you guys are abusing punching baby like, yoda in I a bag like come on that's terrible but the dialogue back and forth was hilarious and then when they had the scene where they, there there's just like this random can or whatever and they're trying to shoot at it. <laughs> Every about. shot misses, which is just like a running gag with any trooper at this point. <laughs> oh, my God. I've all, I have I was like, this is great. <laughs> as
0: as per usual, I've only watched the episode once. And I only like to watch it once before we talk because I love moments like this when you remind me of scenes. And it just brings back <laughs> so many good memories. And they're looking at each other like shaking the gun. eh. Ah, it's the wind yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's it it was like a, I mean so uh, i can't pronounce the director's first name
0: it's a, a ig11 yeah it's a taika taika, taika? So yeah that's kind of how i've been okay. hearing it and saying it yeah
3: um but, i mean like he gets it like he he gets star wars he gets like the inside jokes stormtroopers always miss they never hit a shot and like that was just the whole dialogue back and forth—you don't see that ever,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, never—or we haven't seen that ever. I mean, you with get like it, yeah, the yeah. comic beats, you know, built into it, and just uh, the humor, and then and then them trying to shoot. Both the blasters aren't working, <laughs> and then IG Eleven just rolls up and he's like, "Hi!" They're like, "Oh, uh, he's like, I'm a nurse droid." <laughs> oh my god! They're like, "Okay," and then done. <laughs> like yeah. he killed them, like decimated. It was no, they're awesome.
0: They're, just, they're not coming back from this. I love I love this real There was a cool book that I read. It's not canon anymore, but it it was just called Death Star and it just followed two imperial troopers as on their lives on the Death Star from start to finish, like morning the day of them blowing up Alderaan to the to the you know the day of them the the, the Death Star blowing up, which is not a lot of time in between, obviously. Right. And it was just cool to see like to hear that you know there were cantinas on the death star and there was drama and there was gyms and there were stores and, and you know concessions and stuff so i love to see that interaction that you don't normally get to see because your your main characters are front and center most of the time you know i would love to see an you know you know a trooper series you know i know you had the clone troopers and all that but i i never really identified with the clone wars but i think i would identify with a trooper series i think that'd be cool
3: well, I think that'd be cool because they're, I mean, eventually they ran out of clones. So yeah. you're you're talking about humans, yeah. you know, um, not just, you know, not robots, but I mean, <clears throat> um, you know, actual human beings that are out there doing their thing. I, I mean, with Disney Plus and just the massive amount of success that this has had, I, I feel like Sky's, I feel like they could do anything. They could do a series on Porkins, which I love Porkins. He's near and dear to my heart and I would be all in. Like give me <laughs> give me uh, the Porkins backstory and everything else and maybe even have like a successor to the Porkins family that uh maybe's in the resistance ranks at some yeah. point or something.
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. But uh yeah, the, the opening scene of this was awesome. Uh I can't tell you what happens next. I think they're back in the cantina. Where 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 does it where does your brain take you on this episode?
3: So, yeah, it's uh, IG-11 comes in, saves the day, rescues the child, um, you know, coming in hot towards where our heroes are, Mando and Kara uh, <clears throat> and uh, Grief and everything. And it's it's just crazy because, you, you know, you have Moff Gideon out there with all these Stormtroopers, Death Troopers, like, you know, kind of giving them an ultimatum, like, hey, here's what's happening. We're going to set up this big cannon. It's going to kill you. And you have till sundown, so make your decision. And uh, I love, I love how Grief's is just like ripping shots, like yeah, yeah, we got we gotta go out there. We got to just we gotta make peace. We gotta make peace. Yeah. But the cool part was, um, they finally in the series for the first time mention Mando's name.
0: Mm-hmm. Big reveal.
3: And you know you can just once again, like I keep saying, like you don't see the facial expression, but just the tilt of the helmet, the. Dramatic right. music, everything else going on. Like he's like, Oh, oh, okay. And then the cool thing was too, so it was Kara Cynthia Dune. Alderon. From Alderon. Really love and that. And I'm like, Yeah, wow. I'm like, oh man There's not that so many survivors
0: out there of the Alderon, you know, uh, cataclysm, as they
3: would say. Which just makes so much sense why she was for the cause after sure. Oh what happened to her home planet? So, I mean, who knows what she lost on that planet, um, you know, when the Death Star destroyed it? So it, it's pretty crazy. But I mean, you know, Moff Gideon just, he he, he steps out there. He's like, hey, I know all the stuff about you guys. Here's your rap sheets. Here's what's going to happen. And you got till now to decide. So go ahead. Now, why and do they're you just like, why okay? Do you,
0: my big issue with the episode, well, not me, there's a few why why till sundown why are we waiting what what what's 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 the point
3: i don't know i think i i don't understand the the two things i didn't get was that and the bike troopers holding on to baby yoda no
0: idea why for yeah.
3: for the call so i don't know yeah. why that was yeah um, i just
0: found that to be a uh, story shoehorned detail we need to extend this out because of whatever so i don't i don't know you know i forget you know i haven't really forgiven a lot in this uh season but that one i couldn't make sense of i'm like you got a big gun there's no stakes at play right now you can actually save all of these troopers lives right now if you just start firing a 50 caliber into there like what what what's moff gideon trying to prove here I don't have no idea.
3: No, no idea, man. Um, it it seemed kind of weird. Like, I don't, I don't, I guess it was just to advance the story, stretch it out. Like maybe he's just that much of, you know, a manipulator that he's like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to let you think about it. I'm going to let you stew over it. And then here we go. You have your decision. But, um, I, you know, I just felt it was more convenient to the plot because then they were like, well, how can we get out? And he's like, let me check for exit points or access points or whatever. Oh, there's the source behind that yeah. couch. All right, we'll we'll go that way. <laughs> and, yeah. And they kind of go from there. Um, but I mean, you know, I I still was just, you know, anything Moff Gideon, like, he was amazing in breaking bad. So, so good. So just his like just straight face delivery with everything he says is amazing. I'm like, oh my God. Um so I was like, "You know what? That's, I'm fine. It's fine. It's a finale. I didn't even pay attention to it until I watched it the second time where I'm like, "Well, why did that happen?" Yeah, um, but the first time I watched, I was like, "I'm all in. I don't care. Oh, they, yeah, they for do sure. whatever oh, we've got to do. Let's go. Yeah,
1: Let, let's
0: see where the story's going to take us. Uh, the second thing for me that I sort of yawned about was actually how fast the episode wrapped. You know, after... It was pretty quick. Yeah, after, uh, you know, we get this great TIE fighter scene, Mandalorian is, you know, flying on the back of it, which is just awesome. Then, you know, Gideon goes down and they're like, all right, let's go get tea. <laughs> yeah, like, there was no... There was no time well, to take why a not, breath. Why,
3: why not check to make sure the guy's dead? Right. You, you, you know, we can't, we've
0: come this far. You know, uh, I don't even think did we see him take off in the Razor Crest? Like I just feel like that whole ending was like, all right, and we're done. You know, what I'm we didn't get it. It was yeah.
3: weird. Cause, yeah, like uh, his Tie Fighter Moff's Tie Fighter crashes. No explosion, no fire, just a loud boom. Yeah. So you're like, okay. And then they're like, oh well, you should stay here, Mando. You can have whatever area you want. And then you know, Kara, I might recruit her to you know be my enforcer and then he's like i have more pressing matters obviously baby yoda and then they just go Yeah. so it was kind of weird i mean i'm okay with it because like front to back like both bookends the whole series has been so so good oh sure, sure sure very enjoyable and any star wars fan i've talked to i mean you and i have both enjoyed rise of skywalker but so many people are torn on Last Jedi and Rise of Sky, the whole new yeah. trilogy. Mm-hmm. But most and majority of Star Wars fans now are so on board with Mandalorian. Totally.
0: Like, I would totally they they agree with you. They
3: don't care about the shortcomings. Yeah. They don't care about any of that stuff. They're just all in.
0: 100% agree with you. In fact, my buddy, I told my buddy, uh, his name's Andrew, he was my best man at my wedding. He's not really into this stuff. But I'm like, listen, when you get Disney Plus. Watch The Mandalorian. You don't need to know anything. Just watch it for entertainment value. And he texted me tonight and was like, yo, first three episodes of that show was crazy. And I'm like, you're (laughs) right. I said, because it's just good quality stuff. And all you need to know is like a whisper of Star Wars to like kind of get it. And now, you know, people see this dark saber. First off, they say lights. Oh, he's got a lightsaber. And it's not, you know, that's a big deal. Uh, coming from, you know, the last person I think who had it was Sabine Wren. Uh, in so there was
3: there was someone in between.
0: I think um, I know she hands it over to. I think was it her mom? I think she hands it over to her mom, Visla, or something like that.
3: I th- I think so. Which plays in part to like Heavy Mando. His last name was Visla. Okay minus the Z, I think, or minus the S, either or. But, I mean, um, yeah, it's 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 in there. And I think they're going to start tying that legacy into um, what's going on with Mandalorian, which is cool because, you know, it ties in the animated shows to the live action, yeah. which means, like, hey, we might still see Ahsoka, possibly? Possibly.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, it's like... There was a big, I don't know if you watched Rebels, we have Disney Plus now, you should watch Rebels. There's a nice arc on the Darksaber, and and, Mm -hmm. an entire Mandalorian-centered story. Four or five episodes, I think. Actually, that's not true. Yeah, four episodes, but it ended one season and began another. So they left it on a nice cliffhanger. And, uh, you know, Kanan Jarrus ends up training Sabine in, like, lightsaber combat. You know, he's got his blue lightsaber, and he's kind of training Sabine up on it. You know, I don't, I don't think she's force sensitive or anything like that. But the person who held the dark saber was the leader of the Mandalorians, which just tells me that Moff Gideon took it. <laughs> I think he was involved in the purge, and I think he took it. Uh-huh. You know, hundred so, percent. But a person on the outside, my buddy, he's just going to be like, "Cool, black lightsaber. It's great," and that's all it needs to be. You know, like. Why does he have that? This is cool.
3: And the answers will be, you know, or the questions will be answered in season two. Um,
0: Maybe, maybe not.
3: (laughs) I feel like, I I mean, man, they could stretch this. (laughs) They could go forever until Yoda's actually, you know, uh, baby Yoda is the age of Yoda we're used to, which, you know, will probably be. In our sixties at that point, yeah. <laughs> they keep stretching it they could stretch a series however long they want well, um, I
0: mean I don't th- well i maybe, I don't think they can run up against any of the episodic timelines i, I based on well, that's true, yeah, just i don't think I think that's sacred ground, and I think they'd avoid that so i if anything you know. <laughs> I don't really know. They have a problem with this character, the child. <laughs> it's not a good problem right now because they have to figure out what they, how they're going to resolve this particular character. Uh, unless, unless him and Mando go out into the unknown regions. Uh,
3: I mean, the mission was, you know, I thought Sabine. Um, well, a lot of people are saying Sabine or, uh, I, I can't forget. I can't remember the character. Could have been the welder for the Mandos.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Last, well, because I don't, Because she yeah. held
3: her stuff up against all those stormtroopers. Like, yeah. No problem.
0: Yeah, the, the big thing with Sabine, her, her, I don't, again, I'm, I'm gonna lightly, I'm not gonna spoil anything in terms of storyline. Sabine was a colorful artist. So she had, like, she would change her hair color, change her armor color all the time. And, like, the forger was, like, particular with that gold am mm-hmm. not saying you're wrong yeah. I'm just the way uh, Rebels leaves off uh, I don't know she, if she would have found her way back because she's waiting for somebody particular to, gotcha. to, to, to reappear in the story but maybe I mean I, I would love it if there was a cameo of a, a live action Sabine that would be that would be awesome like I'm a little sad that there wasn't a brief glimpse of like a Harrison doula in the ghost in rise of Skywalker again nobody mm-hmm. would have gotten it except for those <laughs> kind of in you know and that's probably why that didn't happen you know they have to cater to the commercial but uh yeah um any other moments in this episode I mean there was a lot of tons of moments tons of I moments.
3: mean um some of the stuff obviously dark saber um for for me one of the best, like the funniest moments of the entire season was uh, grief. when he's like, Hey, do, do the magic hand thing.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
3: That, and then baby he just, like, waves. Yeah. He redeemed himself
0: <laughs> from he's going to eat me to do the magic hand thing. He, he, he won me back with that. That was, that was so funny.
3: And they were like, Oh, what do we do? Uh, what about him? You do the magic hand thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, IG 11, what a character! Like, we saw him in all the promotional footage. And you know, the first couple episodes were like, Oh, he won and done. That's it. That's terrible. And then you know, uh, Kuhil brings him back and reprograms him as a nurse droid, and it was awesome. Yeah, and, and like his. Yeah, it was great because the self destruct was teased so heavily in the first episode, like self-destruct, self-destruct. Yeah, I wouldn't and have guessed it. Mando's like yeah. don't and then finally he has his moment with the self-destruct to protect them. And what was cool too was uh, you know, we finally see Mando's backstory and who saved him and my prediction I was like, Oh, maybe it's Obi Wan or yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was just Mandalorians. That was it. That was it. And that's why he committed his life to the cause and to, you know, become a Mandalorian himself. Um, and I think that was appropriate. Like, I think people were probably, because of the T's, were building stuff up in their heads. And then just a Mandalorian, like, hey, come here, I got you. And he takes off in the jetpack and yeah. does his thing. Um, but he finally comes to peace with droids in general, with IG-11, has that emotional moment i g sacrifices himself to save the the party and the baby and him, so it was pretty cool, man.
0: now it do was you th- really cool? We were trying to figure out every uh chapter title made sense. I couldn't figure out why this was called redemption unless Mandalorian is redeeming himself with droids. I couldn't tell you where the connection with redemption would be and <laughs> No, like, I got nothing. You know, Reckoning, okay, Moff Gideon, got it. The Prisoner, right. got it. The Child,
3: got it. Redemption, is maybe the relationship with droids, yeah. but that's still kind of weird. I need, I need, or just droids yeah. doing something good for the living?
0: Yeah. I need an expert. I need an expert on the horn right now to tell me what <laughs> Redemption's all about. If you have any ideas out there, Drop a comment. Message us. We need help. We've got no idea why they called this redemption. <laughs> I got John Favreau's cell phone, but he doesn't answer. It's, <laughs> it's no big deal. Uh, so he gets his jetpack, and that's something you were excited for, right?
3: Yes, because it was such a good moment. It's like, okay, well, first off, like a pile of just Mando helmets yeah. just right there, and he he's like obviously emotional. Like, holy what? Crap. Sorry. No,
0: that's fine. Um, that was good.
3: What happened? Um, and then uh, my buddy sent me a screenshot, and he was like, "Hey, does that look like Boba Fett's helmet?" I was like, "Oh my god, it really does." I don't know if that was yeah. just something they threw in there. You know, uh, Mike had a saw, Mike you know? had an
0: interesting theory of to to save the what do they call them? The, the the covert the convert. I I forget what the, the uh, covert. Yeah. yeah, the covert. Did they shed their armor to blend in so they could relocate? Ooh. That's kind of what he was saying, and I was like, I actually really love it because who would know?
3: Wow. So they go against the creed of keeping the helmet on
0: for the sake of just to,
3: to move forward for the, to survive. Yeah.
0: I've no idea, but I I kinda like it. I don't know if it's true. I mean that those that armor I mean the forgerer was probably you know she seemed to be recommissioning it into these little carryable uh, I don't know canisters that could be put into a you know a a briefcase and then carried to the next uh, giant crock pot and uh, (laughs) (laughs) maybe that was the whole thing like she's like listen drop your armor we gotta move again this is how we gotta do it this is the way sorry well,
3: know. if that's the case, we better see Jon Favreau without a helmet Yo, in season two. That'd be cool.
0: That'd be cool. I don't know. A, I said I like the lore. Paz
3: Vizla was his name, apparently. Yeah.
0: So one thing that I think people get confused is that everybody associates this armor with Boba Fett, and all we know about Boba Fett is that he was a bounty hunter, and then he mm-hmm. died, you know, in yeah. the movies. Then we get the Mandalorian, and he's a bounty mm-hmm. hunter. And we're like, okay, we can make that connection. But now we're still getting all this history. We're getting this Mandalorian history. We're getting this creed. It's almost like a religion. Uh, And there's a lot of – what did they – oh, man, what did the forger call them? Ooh, ooh, it's a rule. It's a word for rule. And.
3: Uh, Cavens? No,
0: my God, I can't believe I forget the word. Creed? You know, it might have been just Creed that she said, you know, it's written in the Creed that this is that, you know, you're a father now and you have to see this through because that's the way it was written and that's the way it has to be. Therefore, you're basically you're stuck with him until he can survive on his own, (laughs) you know, and he's got to follow the rules, you know, which is really cool. You know, I love that about that. But like we would we didn't know what the rules were with Boba Fett even though he wasn't Mandalorian, technically. You know, he's just wearing the armor. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's, it's like bring highlight that because that's something that is different in this show is we're getting a lot of historical record, which is cool, unless you've watched Clone Wars and Rebels and all that fun stuff, but most people probably haven't. I'd, I'd have to guess.
3: I had one watch through of Clone Wars. I'm getting through Rebels right now.
0: Yeah, I'm not even going to rewatch Clone Wars. I'm, I'm going to maybe watch the last season and then, you know, get... Re- I'm not, like, excited for it. I don't care. People are, like, super excited for Clone Wars and to see Ahsoka back and Anakin Skywalker and all that great stuff. But the biggest thing I took from Clone Wars was that the Jedi Order basically ostracized Ahsoka by blaming her for something that she didn't do. Mm-hmm. That's such a forward-thinking, you know, uh, idea um, today, you know, like p- p- placing blame on somebody when they didn't do it, you know. And she left, so you got to respect her. Love it. You mm-hmm. know? But anyway, we're off base. Give me... So we'll me, see what happens. Uh, yeah. That's
3: okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Give me... Still promoting
3: Disney+. Plus. I know,
0: it's Disney, Disney Machine. Give me some of your... Top moments, whole season,
3: uh, chapter or one. just episode. Eight. So from this chapter, um, for going three to one, do the magic hand thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was like awesome. Loved it. Um, ig eleven was my number two. Just ig coming back, like we said. Oh man, like you know, at the end of uh, chapter seven, we're like, where is ig? What's going on? What's happening? Swoops in, just completely kills those two guys, saves the baby, comes in, saves the day again. Lava river, just walking through it, self destruct. Yep, love it. Which it tease in the first episode. Done. um And then, obviously, number one, dark saber. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you're like, okay, well, you see the Jawas like you know scavenging around. I love that part. Tie fighter. What's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you just see this thing pop out and you're like wait is that is that it and he keeps going around and you see moff get out he's pissed and holds it i'm like holy he was, he was so crap mad. like man i don't even like i would be okay with not even knowing how he got it just because i know how ruthless and savage he is yeah. based off of his actions so far in the series so i mean holy crap but the Darksaber, I mean, you know, Clone, Clone Wars pre uh, Vizla, had it. And, I mean, it's just been something that's been a big part of it. So, like, a lot of people that were like, oh, well, what, what do you use to cut out of it? I'm like, look at that, Darksaber.
0: <laughs> yeah. Even
3: in our group, people were like, oh, here's the uh, Wicked page to Darksaber. Check it out.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of cool information. All right, as we finish up. Do you have any season two predictions?
3: Uh, Season two predictions. So my biggest prediction is grief and Kara are going to be dead. Ooh. They stayed there. Moth's still there. Um, Who knows what's going to happen after that, but I mean, they're on the same planet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think
3: that, you know, he's going to know who they, obviously he knows who they are. He listed all their rap sheets and everything else going on with them. So I think that, uh, they're done, which I hate to see, but it's, it's, you know, pivotal to the story for the Mando. Yeah. Cause he'll come back and revenge them.
0: Will we see that on screen or will that be off screen deaths? What do you think?
3: Uh, I could see Cara being off screen grief on interesting
0: interesting i might i might i might lean the other way the opposite you know
3: think so
0: i mean so, Cap- I, I i can't
3: yeah. see disney killing a woman on screen
0: interesting like a Ooh. strong
3: woman like her too you know so i can see grief you know trying to weasel his way out of it like oh sorry i was just you know trying to get intel for you and then done huh. hmm. and care you see cara laying in the background or something crazy
0: Very curious. Do we see the return of Fennec in season two? Hmm. Unresolved thread, in my opinion.
3: I agree. I would say yes. Probably one of those side mission episodes.
1: Yeah.
0: Because
3: we're going to have them. I mean, this season was so good, even though it was like weekly episodic hero runs into a problem, solves it, goes yeah. next one. Um, I think we'll see. him.
0: Interesting. Interesting. All right. Final question. How much time will pass between season one and season two?
3: Uh, I think it's going to be instant.
0: Okay. Right after the fact. That's interesting. Yeah, right right away. Yep. Could be. Yeah. Maybe they're escaping Navarro and it picks up on them. And, uh, you know everything's hokey-dory. They're doing adventures through the galaxy. They're investigating clues. Maybe they go to Dagobah. I
3: mean, that would they seem, already mentioned Alderaan? That's so, the
0: last known and place. Tatooine.
3: They've yeah. been there, so
0: so maybe, maybe they are. He's certainly, uh, you know, conveniently in a ship that no one knows what it is. Therefore, it's off the radar, but. <laughs> We'll just accept that for what it is worth. But yeah, no, that's, I think that's it's great.
3: Yeah, I think it will. I think they're just going to hop right into it. Kind of, I mean, episode. What was the time difference between episode 7 and 8? It was like almost. Oh, uh,
0: if I would say 12 to 18 hours. Okay. Because. So think, yeah they had to fill in some time between ray going off to uh find luke and then the first order tracking them back to uh their base in the uh ilenium system and uh they should uh, i would say 18 roughly 18 hours and then it you know it picks up kind of immediately which uh yeah that should should be interesting but we don't have that much time to wait i mean fall is right around the corner
3: right is it, it is i mean you know? <laughs> we're not in 2020 yet we're close we're about a day away so it's only
0: two seasons Twenty twenty. No winters we got winter spring summer i mean we're almost at the end of winter already right are we or are we just getting started who knows
3: i, I who don't knows? know it was like <clears throat> 50 today so yeah right it's the who weather knows makes what's no going on the weather Sorry, makes but... no sense
0: all right my friend any final thoughts for our listeners
3: um, great season. I mean, first live action Star Wars television show, nailed it. Super happy, loved it. Everything they did, even though we're like halfway through the season, we're like, what's going on? What's happening? But then, chapter seven, chapter eight, nailed it home. Moff Gideon, like, we see what the whole reason was the big team up.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, redemption for IG 11. You know, Gwil, which is rest in peace. It was uh, pretty sad, but man, like, what? oh my God, what a season.
0: It's a rock star what season. A season. I hope they can bring uh, the same quality, the same punch to season two. Hopefully they avoid the sophomore slump. Um, but it's, you know, what's great, it's uncharted territory. Every story will be unique. Uh, hoping they have... You know they continue to thread in characters we know, characters we haven't met yet. Maybe Babu Frick makes an appearance
1: <laughs> in this show. Moaning Myrtle,
0: wouldn't it? They... Oh my God, I couldn't <laughs> believe that. I saw that. Fulcrum and in- intelligence is such a great person to follow. This person knows too much where I had to stop looking at their story on the lead-up to The Rise of Skywalker, because they just post, post, <laughs> post, post, post. So I don't know where this person gets the time, but God bless Fulcrum Intelligence. I mean, they, they find everything about anything, uh, and it's just super great. Well, I think that's going to wrap Chapter 8 for us, Mr. Damien. Thanks once again for coming on the show. I think I'm going to have you back. What do you think?
3: I mean, you know, I'll check the schedule. I mean, it looks pretty wide open in the fall, so I, would I guess so. I'll be back.
0: I would think so. All right, our my <laughs> friends, our listeners, we will uh, wrap this up by saying the thing that we can't time ever, but we're going to count it down in three, two, one. We, have, we spoken. have spoken. We have spoken. Perfect. 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 All right, everybody, that's Damien Dupree. Make sure you follow him on Instagram. He's a good dude, and he collects toys and does uh, fun things with his daughter. So if you want to check that out, give him a follow. Thank you very much, Damien.
2: Did he just say that Gideon killed his own men? Oh, who knows? These guys like to lay down the wall when they first arrive in a town, you know. You know how it is.
0: Well, folks, that wraps up our breakdown of Chapter 8, Redemption of The Mandalorian Season 1, brought to you on Disney+. On behalf of myself, Mike, and Damian, we thank you for sticking with us throughout this journey. And might I add, you are appreciated and we are grateful that we can bring some of our thoughts and insights to you. If you have any suggestions on how we can improve our We Have Spoken segment, Please let us know. You can uh, DM us or you can chat with me on Instagram, Facebook. You can even send me an email. Just head on over to mrctechllc.com to find that information. You can really help us out if you uh, rate and review us on Apple and Google Play, if possible. Any uh, rating and review helps the show tremendously. If you want to be an official part of the show, you can head over to T Public, search out MRC Tech, and we have spoken. And you can uh, purchase some official merchandise. And I must say that the quality of T Public, since I've been, uh, you know, sort of working with them, is pretty good. You, uh, I upload and I create all the designs on my own, and I upload to them, and they sort of turn uh, turn around these designs pretty quick. So, if you can, uh, if you want to own some of the merchandise, head on over to tpublic.com. And I think the link to that is in my Instagram bio. Coming soon to the podcast uh, as we wrap up 2019. It is now officially 12.31 on the ender of this podcast as we're uh, sort of figuring this out. We will be officially rebranding the podcast Effective January 1, 2020. No longer will the podcast be called The Last Podcast. It will now be called Star Wars by the MRC Tech, featuring episodes uh, that sort of make a little bit more sense, but don't exactly follow a a pathway or an outline i like when i can focus some episode on newsworthy items i like when i can focus some episodes on the books that i've read and i love when i can break down different films and movies and i was sort of throwing it all into a blender and trying to figure it out and then i was getting lost in the sauce as uh there wasn't enough books to make up some of the book segments and there wasn't enough comics or there wasn't enough uh, news stories that that time. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm just going to be sort of putting the reset button on this, starting over as Star Wars by the MRC Tech uh, with your host, Sean, uh, coming soon in 2020. So by the time you listen to this, I'm going to start uh, that process, which is going to cause a little bit of confusion, as I have to put in a bunch of redirects to the RSS feed for the podcast. So you might see the last podcast disappear and then actually reappear as Star Wars by the MRC Tech moving forward. You don't have to do anything on your end if you subscribe. It should just auto-update for you. If not, just stay tuned to the Instagram account uh, at the MRC Tech uh, for all the updates regarding the direction of the podcast. We're not saying goodbye to the podcast. We're moving forward in the Star Wars galaxy as we uh, you know, close the book. ...on the Saga series and open the book to new adventures in a galaxy far, far away. This has been your host, Sean, of the last podcast and of the new Star Wars by the MRC Tech. We look forward to bringing you more entertainment in a galaxy far, far away in the year 2020. God bless, Happy New Year, and may the Force be with you. Marcy Tech presents the last podcast, copyrighted 2019, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Music credits to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under the Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Music by Chillhop.com. Star Wars covers featured by Unicorn Studios and Pandemic on YouTube. This has been the last podcast. Visit the website www.mrctechllc.com for more information.